Welcome to Praying the Psalms. My name is Ann Bradley Thomas. Today we will be using Psalm 106. This week, Laurel Dolan provided the opening and closing prayers. The opening prayer is a paraphrase of a prayer by Robert Mulholland Jr. from his book, Shaped by the Word, The Power of Scripture and Spiritual Formation. The closing prayer is by a We Worship book by the Wild Goose Worship. The Contemplative Sunday School class started praying the Psalms in January because we wanted to be shaped by the Psalms. Ask yourself, what are you seeking by praying the Psalms? What is your intention? If you have a candle, light it as a reminder that while we are practicing a part, we are part of a body of Christ and the Holy Spirit is with and in each of us. Before starting, we will spend a few minutes centering ourselves to this time today. Take a few deep breaths. Try for at least one of those breaths to let out an audible sigh as you exhale. Move around a bit. Stretch. Loosen any areas of tension. Be present to your body. Drop your awareness away from your mind to your heart. Let go of the need to do, to plan, to perform. Rest knowing that the infinite source of compassion made you. You are made in the image of the divine creator. The Holy Spirit is with you now in every moment of every day. Today is enough. This moment is enough. You are enough. Continue to rest in your heart space for another minute. We will alternate reading the psalm in silence today. As we do, you will have distractions. Don't give those thoughts and feelings your focus. Instead, turn your attention back to God, back to your breath, or back to the candle. After the opening prayer, we will read Eugene Peterson's version of Psalm 106 from the message. God, as we consider ways of coming to Scripture, which will enable it to become your living word in our lives, help us. Help us, O Lord, to remain open to the guidance of your Holy Spirit. Illuminate us. Open us at deep levels of our being. Stretch us at points of our narrowness. And challenge us to become the word you speak us forth to be. Amen. Psalm 106. Alleluia. Thank God and why? Because he's good, because his love lasts. But who on earth can do it? Disclaim God's mighty works, broadcast all his praises. You're one happy man when you do it right, one happy woman when you form the habit of justice. Remember me, God, when you enjoy your people. Include me when you save them. I want to see your chosen succeed. Celebrate with your celebrating nation. Join the alleluias of your pride and joy. 
We've sinned a lot, both we and our parents. We've fallen short, hurt a lot of people. After our parents left Egypt, they took your wonders for granted, forgot your great and wonderful love. They were barely beyond the Red Sea when they defied the high God, the very place he saved them, the place he revealed his amazing power. He rebuked the Red Sea so that it dried up on the spot. He paraded them right through. No one so much as got their feet wet. He saved them from a life of oppression, pried them loose from the grip of the enemy. Then the waters flowed back on their oppressors. There wasn't a single survivor. Then they believed his word were true and broke out in songs of praise. But it wasn't long before they forgot the whole thing, wouldn't wait to be told what to do. They only cared about pleasing themselves in that desert, provoking God with their insistent demands. He gave them exactly what they asked for, but along with it, they got an empty heart. One day in camp, some grew jealous of Moses, also of Aaron, the high priest of God. The ground opened up and swallowed Dathan and buried Abiram's gang. Fire flared against that rebel crew and torched them to a cinder. They cast in metal a bull calf at Horeb and worshipped the statue they had made. They traded the glory for a cheap piece of sculpture, a grass-chewing bull. They forgot God, their very own Savior. They turned things around in Egypt, who created a world of wonder in the land of Ham, who gave them stunning performances at the Red Sea. Fed up, God decided to get rid of them, and except for Moses, his chosen, he would have. But Moses stood in the gap and deflected God's anger, preventing it from destroying them utterly. They went on to reject the blessed land, didn't believe a word of what God promised. They found fault with the life they had and turned a deaf ear to God's voice. Exasperated, God swore that he'd lay them low in the desert, scattering their children hither and yo, strewing them all over the earth. Then they linked up with Baal-peor, attending funeral banquets and eating idol food. That made God so angry that a plague sprayed through their ranks. Phineas stood up and pled their case, and the plague was stopped. This was counted to his credit. His descendants will never forget it. They angered God again at Meribah Springs. This time Moses got mixed up in their evil. Because they defiled God yet again, Moses exploded and lost his temper. They didn't wipe out those godless cultures as ordered by God. Instead, they intermarried with the heathen and in time became just like them. They worshipped their idols, were caught in the trap of idols. They sacrificed their sons and daughters at the altars of demon gods. They split the throats of their babies, murdered their infant girls and boys. They offered their babies to the Canaan gods. The blood of their babies stained the land. Their way of life stank too high heaven. They lived like whores. And God was furious, a wildfire anger. He couldn't even stand to look at his people. He turned them over to the heathen so the people who hated them ruled them. Their enemies made life hard for them. They were tyrannized under their rule. Over and over, God rescued them, but they never learned until finally their sins destroyed them. Still, when God saw the trouble they were in and heard their cries for help, he remembered his covenant with them and immense with love took them by the hand he poured out his mercy on them while their captors looked on, amazed. Save us, God, our God. Gather us back out of exile so we can give thanks to your holy name and join in the glory when you are praised.
Blessed be God, Israel's God. Bless now, bless always. Oh, let everyone say amen. Alleluia. Psalm 106 is a long psalm. There are 46 verses between the opening and closing verses. Charles Spurgeon says that this psalm begins and ends with Alleluia, praise ye the Lord. The space between these two descriptions of praise is filled with the mournful details of Israel's sin and the extraordinary patience of God. And truly, we do well to bless the Lord both at the beginning and the end of our meditations when sin and grace are the themes. Listen now to these bookend verses through three times. As you rest in silence afterwards, write your own hallelujah opening and closing prayer. Praise the Lord. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, and let all the people say amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, and let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, and let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Spurgeon also shows how the second-to-last verse of the psalm can be a basis for a way to pray. Psalm 47 says, Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. It is an earnest prayer. Save us, O Lord. 
It is a believing prayer, O Lord our God. It is a humble prayer, gather us from among the nations. It is a sincere prayer, give thanks to your holy name. It is a confident prayer, glory in your praise. Spend a moment in prayer with God using verse 47 as a guide to write your own earnest, believing, humble, sincere, confident prayer to God. Or simply repeat the verse as your prayer. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. Another way to use Psalm 106 as a basis for prayer is to follow the example of hymn 466, Come and Fill Our Hearts. Underneath the hymn in the new purple Glory to God hymnal, it says that the hymn is a prayer chant intended for repeated singing. It was originally... Another way to use Psalm 106 as a basis for prayer is to follow the example of hymn 466, Come and Fill Our Hearts. Underneath the hymn in the new purple Glory to God hymnal, it says that the hymn is a prayer chant intended for repeated singing. It was originally created for a Latin text from Psalm 106 and Psalm 118. Chants at Tays often use Latin because it is a language free of political overtones. Listen now to hymn 466 and rest in God's peace afterwards. Come and fill
The last reading will be a selected verses from Nan Merrill's version of Psalm 106. Giver of life, we praise you. Bestower of all gifts, we give you thanks, for your steadfast love endures forever. You remember us, O beloved, as we journey through life, help us to live the mystery, that we may fulfill our divine destiny, that we may co-create with you, that we may live into our divine birthright. Stand by us that we may become poor in spirit, acknowledging our own weakness that lead us astray. Teach us to be patient with ourselves that we might offer the gift of patience to others. Oh, that we might learn to be calm, to persevere with utter trust as we face the fears that bind us. We yearn for all that will bring us new life. We long for your very presence among us. Comfort us, O beloved, with your tranquility of your spirit. Lead us to calm waters. Call us, O beloved, to spaces of solitude, the times to befriend the silence, that we may ever know, O divine one, that you are always with us. We cannot hide from your love. For you, in whom we live and have our being, distinguish not our race or creed, male or female, or equal in your sight. You take pleasure in the richness of diversity. May we learn the bitter lesson of judgment. Tis but a mirror of ourselves we see. Increase our willingness to risk, beloved, to be open to change and surprises by the Spirit to be willing to suffer that our souls may grow, for our souls increase as we let go, as we release all that diverts and separates us from you. Gather us together, O healing presence. Forgive us for our destruction we wrought among the nations, that we may live in peace with all people and bring glory to your name. Blessed are you, creator of all that is. We praise you from everlasting to everlasting. With joy and gratitude, let all people say, Amen. Praises be to you, our joy. Before closing in prayer, offer up your own prayer of thanksgiving for the psalm, for music, for silence, for God's peace. Lord, set your blessing on us as we live this day together. Confirm in us the truth by which we rightly live. Confront in us the truth from which we wrongly turn. We ask not for what we want, 
but for what you know we need as we offer this day in ourselves for you and to you. Amen.